Are dents and scratches putting a dent in your day? Introducing Rogerstein Crash Repairs Adelaide, your trusted solution for automotive woes. With over two decades of expertise, Rogerstein Crash Repairs guarantees top-notch service, restoring your vehicle to its former glory in no time. From minor dings to major collisions, our skilled technicians handle it all with precision and care using state-of-the-art equipment and techniques. Rogerstein Crash Repairs saved my car. It looks brand new. Fast, friendly and reliable. I wouldn't trust anyone else with my vehicle. Don't let accidents slow you down. Visit Rogerstein Crash Repairs Adelaide at 14 Penner Avenue, Glind for quality service you can count on. And here's a special offer just for our listeners. Mention this podcast and receive a $100 discount on your repair. Roger Steen Crash Repairs Adelaide. Excellence in every repair. Five good minutes in the clubhouse. Today's special guest is... Mary Cavey is the president of the Adelaide United football supporter group, the Reds, or the Red. And Red Army. The Red Army, <laughs> yes, the Red Army. And we're, we're privileged to have her here today, obviously, to talk about all things Adelaide United and, and give us a little bit of insight into what the Red Army is up to. Thank you very much for having me, mate. Thank you, Mary. Firstly, Reds Army, obviously, support is a, an important part of, of every professional sport. Tell us a little bit about the Red Army. Yeah, uh, we like to think so. The, the Red Army's been around uh, over a decade now. Um, not quite since the inception of the club, but pretty close. Um, we've had uh, a half a dozen or so presidents in that time. We, we, we have an ABN, we're an official incorporated business, so we uh, we have our AGMs and we uh, take memberships to to raise funds to do what we do, and yeah, no. But it's uh, at the end of the day, it's still a volunteer position, and and we uh, we do it for the pure love of the club. So uh, anything we can do to make game day as as bright and colourful and loud as we can is uh, is going to be a good thing for the team. How many uh, members have you got in the Red Army at the moment? Well, new season, we're signing up. Uh, we're going mad for sign-ups to uh, try and get that bank balance up, ready to go. But um, you know, over the years, there's been uh, obviously higher, you know, better better running season than others it's all very much based on how the team goes as well sure. um some years we've had 150 to 200 financial members um other years it's been maybe half that but uh in terms of people that physically just come to the games and get involved in in the active bay it's it's obviously hundreds upon hundreds and now uh now the season this season they've actually opened up the uh the stadium zones as to what uh, counts as an active support stand. So now the whole north end of Cooper Stadium is considered active. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're really hoping that that's going to uh, make even louder, make it even louder. Fantastic. And obviously at the home games, you guys obviously have a meeting point. Is that – and then you go yeah. into the stadium. Is that how, how it works with the Reds? Yeah, we, 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 start, uh, we start our pre-game kickoffs a, a couple of hours usually before the game um at the serbian social club it's uh the front bar area is called rgk which is uh the ravnagora club at serb um but uh, they've been brilliant there again they're a non-for-profit as well uh from the serbian church and they just uh they let us come in and make make a racket and eat their all amazing food and 
uh, and they uh, serve great drinks and it's it's a great meeting spot for everyone to get together because it's only uh, you know a couple hundred meters around the corner from the stadium. So we're there uh, before and after every home game, and uh, and on away games we'll go there and uh, get together to watch the watch the game on the telly. Excellent. I was just about to mention that to to ask if you did have a, a bit of a get together when you are playing away, and and obviously need to get around the supporters and and get them into um, you know that passionate Reds feeling that we see week in week out. Definitely, yeah. I mean, look, we uh, as many of us try to to actually travel, of course, to the games where wherever they may be. Um, but uh, for those who can't, yeah, RGK is where it's at. Fantastic. And uh, your next event, you've got an event coming up soon. Yeah, so uh, again, coming back to just trying to um, support the Red Army so that we can support the club. Our next big event uh, is a Adelaide United-themed quiz night. Um, we've we've got a, a couple of real diehards in the committee this season who know their stuff best, uh, best of all, so they've written up all the questions. Uh, it's going to be held at RGK. It's on a Saturday night, uh, November 26th. Um, tickets are, are on the Facebook page of the Red Army AUFC. Um, we'll have some special guests. We'll have some, uh, you know, your first drinks included in your ticket price. There'll be some snacks and stuff. Kitchen's open at RGK. They do some brilliant food. We're just going to make a really great night of it. And then uh, come 8.30 p.m., soccer is kickoff versus Tunisia. So should be a cracking night. Fantastic. And obviously, um, you know, anyone that's interested, please help support the Red, Red Army and get along to the uh, fundraising event there, the quiz night. Yeah, brilliant. Now, Mary, obviously, we're we're here to talk about the Reds and and the start to the season that they've had. Four games so far, three mm. away games to start the season. Always a tough Correct. one. Yeah, well, not not ideal. Obviously, we we know that Highmarsh is a real fortress, and we really do play our best football at home. But uh, it was a uh, strategical decision by the club. They they organised the first few weeks to be away so that the stadium upgrades that are happening would be. Uh, completed to a to a functional sort of um, state to for people to physically get into the into the grandstand on the eastern side. So as we know, Highmarsh Stadium is going to be used as a women's World Cup venue next year, which is going to be insane. Um, but yeah, they they needed to to crack on with that eastern side uh, upgrades before they could open it up for the Adelaide United season. So playing away first three weeks was tough. We didn't win one on the road. Um, two draws and a loss. Um, but, uh, yeah, as you saw, first game back on Sunday at home and uh, it worked wonders. We uh, we beat Perth. Yeah, t- talking about the stadium, I've, uh, I've driven past there a few times in the last couple of months and, boy, boy they've uh, really got on with, with the job and, and it looks fantastic from the outside. I haven't had a chance to go and have a, a look at the inside yet, but, wow, it's certainly a world-class stadium now and I'm sure that it being slightly more enclosed will only make the uh, cheering a little bit louder. It, it was immense, mate. Um, on Sunday, you, you immediately heard and saw a difference. Um, yeah, the acoustics coming off that eastern roof now, clapping, doing sha-la-la, it just sounded amazing. Um, they've upgraded the sound system. They've up, they've installed two massive new screens at north and south end, so you've got playbacks at each end. Um, yeah, and, and as I said, that, that whole new eastern side, there's got corporate boxes that's still got to be finished, but they're, they're looking they're looking amazing, um, and heaps of uh, and heaps of shade now for those top tiers as well. So, yeah, it was it was pretty impressive. Hopefully, for our uh, next home game uh, coming up on Friday the eleventh against Melbourne Victory, maybe we can sell the place out. We are really really hoping that we we know that the Victory fans have already sold out their away base, so uh, we definitely need to uh, come one come all and get the rest of it sold out and covered in red. Um, it's going to be the first night game again under the new lights, under the in the new stadium with all the new upgrades. They've got all sorts of pre-game 
theatrics with the lighting and that ready to go. It's going to be it's going to be insane. So yeah, get around it. And obviously, Adelaide United's coach Carl Viet, um, very you know renowned for obviously South Australian uh, talent. Looking at mm. South Australian talent, what, yep. what can we expect from him for the remainder of the season? Uh, yeah, he's he's a South Australian boy, and he's and he uh, he believes hard in in recruiting locally as much as he can. Obviously, you, you you want some experience and some and some big name players, of course, where you can to bolster the squad and give it some star power. But at the end of the day, most of our successes have come from the local kids coming through. You know, they they really get an opportunity at this club, and um, you know, you look at the likes of Craig Goodwins. There's kids coming through like Aaron uh, Nest, Aaron Kunda. You know. He, he almost put an assist in on Sunday, just gone with a bicycle kick. It was just insane. And he's, he's a local kid um, with so much belief in himself. And that's what Carl Viet's instilling in these kids. So, again, whilst we don't have uh, sometimes the budget of the Eastern clubs, um, you know, we're creating our own star power and uh, we love that. Certainly batting above our weight, which is fantastic. For sure. Obviously, you mentioned Craig Goodwin. Um, obviously, coming back to the the um, Adelaide United in the last couple of years, uh, breath of fresh air. Obviously, definitely, uh, we've missed him so much. Um, he obviously tried his, you know, plied his trade overseas, tried to uh, to to break those markets, and just didn't didn't work out the way he wanted it to. Um, but you know, then with settling down with uh, with his partner and having his little son uh, Ezra, um, they made the decision that it was um, best to come back home and uh, and be with family. And that's just been an absolute bonus for this club because he was finally allowed out of his contract to be able to come home. And he's 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 worked hard in the off season. He had a lot of injuries, but we 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 left him out of most of the FFA Cup games in the preseason to get him right. Now the season's kicked off. He's um he's just loving it. And uh, uh, you know, if he doesn't uh, make the soccer squad. There'll be a it'll be a travesty. There'll be a riot, that's for sure. <laughs> obviously, in the last couple of games, um, you know, obviously a couple of uh, draws, a, a loss, and obviously the win. Um, some key moments over the last couple of weeks, Mary. Well, like I said, coming out of Sunday, I think it was a really attacking game. Um, Coach Viet said at the start of the year that he was going to be really pushing for an attacking style this year, even more than past seasons, which we love, of course. We want to see goals. Um, so, that you know, the opportunities are there. We're watching the ball. We've crossed in. We've just got to get the finishing a little bit more consistent. Um, last week against Sydney in that draw, mate, the biggest talking point was uh, was obviously Hiroshi, our, our Japanese striker. Mm-hmm. Straight red card in the middle there for a slide tackle, which, you know, we've got mates in uh, in the Red Army that are referees at local level, and they were like, nah, by the law book, there was no way a straight red card. So, yeah, we were hitting the roof a bit. Um, thankfully, a couple of days later, it was overturned by the um, football panel. But at that point, you know, it's too late. Like he's, you know, we, we drew that game too all with Sydney. Who knows what would have happened if we'd, if we'd had that 11th man on the pitch. He got sent off around, I think, the 40th minute. So, you know, we spent more than half the game with a man down. It could have been very different. I suppose it's early in the season and uh, it is a marathon, not a sprint. But, um, you know, those sort of things do hurt along the way, especially when you're trying to, um, you know, secure a final spot, you know, early in the season or, or Jockeying for positions and as well. Being games like that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's being games like that that have that have tipped the balance, and it's you know making finals or not making finals, getting that that top spot compared to the second or third or fourth position where you might end up with a, a home ground advantage come finals. Everything counts. I mean, we've we've seen 2016. We we won the flag, so to speak, with uh, with a, a beaten run of 
eight games at the start and then unbeaten the, the the next three quarters of the season. So we know how to do it, but it's it's not the way you want to do it. It's too bloody stressful. <laughs> Absolutely, for everyone involved. Uh, <laughs> Melbourne victory, as we mentioned a little bit earlier, coming up this week. Uh, what do we what do we expect from from victory? Yeah, look, Tony Popovich is um, forced to be reckoned with for sure. Um, they've just signed Bruno Fornaroli from Perth, uh, which we couldn't believe, but. Um, yeah, they're going to come out firing and look, the, the rivalry, this is the original rivalry. Um, it's always the biggest game of the season as far as being a Red supporter is concerned. Um, so they're going to travel hard as we always travel hard with, with numbers when we're, when we're playing over there. So, yeah, we're, our team's definitely going to have to bring our A game and actually put those chances away um, because they, uh, yeah, they're going to come out firing. And, um, yeah, it's, as I said, uh, Friday night under lights, can't ask for more. Good old-fashioned uh, SA versus Vic. <laughs> Love it. Uh, just to finish off, Mary, um, obviously um, you've got your meeting at the social club before the game. Um, just uh, just run us through again what time and, and where they can meet. Yeah, so RGK uh, this Sunday, um, I think kickoff is, uh, I think, 430 if I'm not mistaken, uh, Adelaide seven, time. 7.45, I think. 7.40, yep. my bad. That's so, okay. yeah, look, uh, it'll be yeah, – we're usually there a couple hours prior. Um, RGK on a Sunday, you know, they are still the Serbian church at the end of the day. So in the morning they do their church uh, things and then they open up to the Reds. So get on down there um, and uh, and help us out and, and watch the game and make some noise and, um, yeah, it, it's the best place to be. And like I said, you, you're going to meet some fellow Red fans and – yeah, so I think we'll start things there from around 4 p.m., I'd say, on Sunday. Uh, it's on Mary Street at Hindmarsh, great street name. Um, it's right next to the entertainment centre. So, um, yeah, get in down there and um, catch up with us all. Fantastic. And as as we've just heard, the guys jump on board the Red Red Army and um, support Adelaide United. And, and today we thank Mary for uh, touching base with us, obviously, at the start of the Adelaide United Football Club season. And we'll touch in with Mary throughout the season and just uh, just keep an eye on what's going on in all things football. Appreciate it, Pete. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mary. Cheers, buddy. And Malcolm, Adelaide United, sitting mid-table at the moment, six, played four, won one, lost two, draw, sorry, drawn two, lost one, setting up to a pretty successful season, I think. Probably a little bit better than what it appears on the surface because with the redevelopment of Highmarsh, their first three games were away. So... Um, yeah, not a bad start. Not a bad start. Thank you to Mary again. Liking this podcast? Please like, rate, and subscribe. 